Hello and welcome to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I founded Oxford Clay, an eco-conscious pottery company. So on this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things pottery related, often with an eco-conscious twist, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's go. Welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast and in today's episode I'm really excited to talk to you about um, five beautiful glazes that I've made from plants um, and I'm just going to sort of talk you through like each plant, how I, you know, how I made the glaze and what it looks like when it's fired um, and yeah I'm really excited to share this with you. This is like a kind of um, a new area that I've really got into of like plant ash glazing and um, it's so much fun. So if you think like what's happening, I don't understand what plant ash glazing is. Um, I have done a, a whole other episode on plant ash glazing and um, but just to summarise effectively it is making a pottery glaze from the ash that's left over after you've burned plants. So um, there's kind of minerals and trace metals in every plant, which is taken up by the plant as it grows. And when you burn these, they remain and you can actually use the ash as an ingredient in a pottery glaze, um, which is um, so cool because each plant makes a completely unique glaze because it has a completely unique um, chemical structure, basically, when it's when it's turned into an ash. Um, so if you're if you're thinking, oh, this sounds good and like interesting and um, you want to kind of learn more about like how ash glazing like works and also some um, 60 um, examples of um, plant ash glazes, um, they're all in this new book um, called Pottery Glazing with Plant Ash. 60 plant-based glazes from one simple recipe um, and that's available on the Oxford Clay um, website and also on Amazon as well, which you can you can buy a copy there as well, a paper copy. Um, okay, so the thing I changed every time was the plant ash, and you can you'll see in a minute just how incredibly different you can make um, plant ash glazes just by literally switching the plant that you're using in the ash. And when you're dealing with powders in glaze making, you always want to make sure that you've got an FFP3 face mask as well. So you need to wear one of those whenever you're working with any fine powders in glaze making or you're working with any plant ash. You, know, you don't want to be breathing in those powders. So it's really important to say that first in terms of like safety. Um, Okay, so let's go on to our first one. <laughs> okay, this one, um, let me show you this one. Okay, this is probably one of my top, top favourites. And this um, glaze um, was made with cherry laurel leaves. So the cherry laurel plant is often a plant that you see in kind of um, sort of like churchyards. It's quite often used as a hedging plant in the UK. And um, I actually found a cherry laurel tree uh, bush in the... Um, 
park, the local park, and I collected all the leaves. The leaves had like fallen onto the ground. And so the this glaze was made um, from cherry laurel leaves that had just fallen onto the ground. And so I collected them up. I dried them for a little bit more just so they were, you know, properly dry to burn. I collected them in the summer and I dried them for another few weeks and then I burned them and um, burned them into an ash. And the glaze that the cherry laurel leaves have made is absolutely beautiful. It's, um, so it's like a kind, it's a very shiny glaze. It's quite, it's actually pink. Um, it's a kind of pinky purple glaze and it's um, got like lots of brown speckles, which have kind of really mixed into the glaze. So the glaze is obviously like quite high in flux and these like little bits of color, like probably iron oxide, um, probably magnesium from the, that's made the pink color. Um, and so they've all mixed together to make this really beautiful um, kind of purpley pink glaze with brown speckles. Um, so yeah, I that's my, yeah, one of the most beautiful glazes that I've I actually made from all the plants I tested. Um, so another really beautiful glaze um, is actually this uh, this glaze, which I made out of um, black bean pods that I've dried. So basically, I grew some black beans um, and on my allotment, and then I um, sort of brought them in in the autumn, and um, they were all the pods, had all the pods, shelled all the beans, and obviously stored the dried beans and like ate them. And then the dried pods, I dried um, further over the winter, and then in the spring, I burned them and made an ash. And the glaze that they've made is absolutely beautiful. It's like extremely shiny. Um, and then there's so many brown speckles. So again, this must be, uh, you know, it's quite high in flux. So the, the speckles have really mixed into the glaze. Um, flux is when it kind of like makes the glaze run. And um, you can see all the like beautiful brown speckles um, just kind of really mixing into this kind of transparent, ever so slightly white glaze. Um, and yeah, where it's where it's thicker on the pot, it's got a kind of beautiful kind of whitey blue color. Um, yeah, so black bean, black bean pods make a beautiful glaze. <laughs> um, okay, so the next glaze, um, I really love this glaze actually. Uh, is let me just get this one here. Okay, so the next one is um, this beautiful, it's like a kind of translucent kind of white, where it's where it's thick on the pot, it's white, and then the rest of it is kind of like transparent. And um, it's, it's like almost like a kind of, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, a beautiful kind of, almost like a, a, a transparent kind of erythral type, you know, iridescent kind of glaze. Um, and this is actually made from um, the plant Fatsia japonica, which, and um, it's got like very big uh, waxy leaves um, that, so I was just kind of like pruning the plant. I've got some in some hedging and I was pruning it and I dried the leaves and they went very crispy, sort of crispy hard. And then I, um, and then I burned it. But just a note of caution on burning Fatsia japonica leaves. Um, they, I think they must contain quite a lot of oil because the flames were absolutely massive. <laughs> so just be really careful burning that plant because it's, um, 
yeah, it burned really <laughs> very strongly and it was a, a little, yeah, I was glad I had it all outside basically. Um, yeah, just kind of be super careful with that one. But it, yeah, the glaze it made, it's almost like a rutile glaze. If you've ever seen a rutile glaze, you get these kind of like blue speckles in a rutile glaze um, and it's got very similar kind of uh, finish to it. It's kind of like lots of bluey white speckles um, and very shiny and like, yeah, lovely. Um, okay, so the next glaze I want to show you is um, a glaze made with holly leaves. And this is not the, not the branches of holly, but the holly, holly bush, holly leaves. And I actually found that the holly leaves made quite a different glaze to the holly branches. So I separated the leaves and the branches and I got this um, absolutely beautiful, beautiful glaze. And it's basically... Again, it's like a kind of translucent glaze, but where it's thick on the pot, it's actually gone light pink. So um, there's this kind of um, rare earth oxide um, that you can use. Um, I read actually in like Linda Bloomfield has this um, really cool book on like, um, like the different colors that different oxides make. And it's just a, such an informative uh, book. And it's got, basically it goes through all the different colors, all the different metal oxides make. Um, and there's this um, oxide called erbium oxide and it kind of it, the holly leaves is actually a bit reminiscent of an erbium oxide glaze um it's it's a very very light pink um kind of pink yeah it's, it's such a beautiful glaze and again it's shiny it's shiny and light pink so if you're looking for like a really light pink glaze holly leaves you know is potential is potential for you to make a glaze out of um rather than using erbium oxide um yeah so um yeah absolutely lovely um okay and then uh the final glaze i want to show you is made with um rhubarb leaves and so rhubarb leaves i collected um again i've got some rhubarb on the, on the allotment and on my allotment and um i collected these in the autumn when the rhubarb leaves are actually like died down and then i dried them a bit longer um and then um I because yeah rhubarb leaves can be quite wet so you kind of it's a great idea to let them kind of go you know like die basically die back in the autumn and then I collected them all dried them over the winter and then I um, burned them in the spring and rhubarb leaves they it's like I have to say I think this is probably one of the most colorful glazes that um that I managed to make with all my plant ash glazing experiments um, apart from the cherry laurel leaves, which are obviously like purple, but it's kind of this incredible blue, kind of blue, iridescent blue colour with, um, you know, it's got blues, it's got whites, it's got browns in it, it's got um, parts of it are like transparent, um, it's just incredible and I just... I think I have to say I think rhubarb the rhubarb ash is just makes such a beautiful glaze. It's incredible. Um, so if you're looking for a really interesting glaze to try on your pot, rhubarb ash is um, like <laughs> a great uh, top tip. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, yeah, so you can make a glaze from any plant and um, so many plants make beautiful glazes um, and there's, there's a whole world out there for you to experiment in terms of like using different plants, um, using ashes of different plants and um, just like the only thing I'd say at the end is just be super careful not to breathe in the smoke um, when you're making 
um, like plant ash glazes. Some of the smoke from plants is actually toxic. Just obviously be super careful when you're actually burning plants. Um, yeah, you know, obviously <laughs> with the fire and stuff. Um, I actually burn mine in like a little fire pit that I got from uh, the hardware store and that helps them really contain it. Um, it's a good idea not to burn it on a day which is like very windy um, because you know your fine ash will blow away. So just you want a still day. So I hope you enjoyed this episode on uh, plant ash glazing. Um, yeah, and like some you know incredibly beautiful glazes that are available to you if you're doing plant ash glazing. Uh, that are, yeah, there's there's so many out there, and it's uh, it's really exciting kind of world of uh, glaze making. So um, yeah, so um, thank you so much for joining me on this episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. So if you liked that and you're interested in learning more about pottery, eco-conscious pottery, tools and techniques for potters, there's so much for you on the Oxford Clay website. There's blogs, ebooks, e-courses, video courses, and I can't wait to see you there. So the website is www.oxfordclay.co.uk. Mm -hmm.